right wing. Cavallo guarding him. Bounces it inside. Alpers double team right block through it. Off the glass. Missed off the rim. Battle for the board left block. Alpers has it. Reverse lay and ties the game. Four seconds left. Utech across half court. Utech heaves it up. It's blocked by Alpers at the buzzer. And we're going to overtime. Washington lead, O'Gorman ball, just beyond the corner court. Inbounds pass coming, and it goes to Alpers, left wing, heaves up a shot, nailed it at the buzzer! O'Gorman wins! O'Gorman wins, David Alpers! A dog pile at the scorer's table! And David Alpers with 28 points has written the latest chapter in O'Gorman's rich basketball history. No matter what happens tomorrow night in the state championship game against number one Roosevelt, he will always have the shot that took down Washington. to start the final show of the 2021-22 season with highlights from a night full of them in the state semifinals. The O'Gorman Knights, the number two seed on a last second shot by the senior and future Jackrabbit defensive end. David Alpers now into tonight's state championship game, a rematch with Roosevelt from last year's final and a couple of down-to-the-wire tilts this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have it for you right here on Fox Sports 98.1 as Roosevelt takes on O'Gorman, the latest chapter in the West Side story. Pre-game at 7.30 or so, tip-off at 7.45-ish, and what a way to finish our season of high school sports on Fox Sports 98.1. Good morning, I'm John Gaskins, the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, John Michaels, producing and engineering as he has all season long and almost every single game we've been able to carry here on Fox Sports 98.1. Mitch Begaman, head coach of the Riders, on deck, going after back-to-back titles and 35 wins in a row. Jeff Tobin, the Washington coach, on the, on the other end of uh, last night's thriller, in overtime, he'll join us a little bit later along with Scott Langrock from Harrisburg, Jeff Halseth from Lincoln, Tim Reck from Jefferson, and Mike Scouten out west with the Sioux Falls Christian Chargers also playing in a state tournament to round out today's show. But we lead off with Derek Roby, 16 years at O'Gorman, going after his seventh state title tonight and first in five years, Derek. Uh, you have recovered your voice from our post-game interview last night. Uh, it took all of it and more. Uh, just uh, now that you've had a, a chance to sleep on it, hopefully a little, how do you put into words what you saw last night, especially at the end? Well, it was just incredible uh, kind of us you know, shot of emotion, if you will. You know, we had just one last look, and you knew it was going to come down to that. In fact, I think I mentioned it to one of the referees who was standing in front of me. I said, and this is just going to come down to that last shot, and this is in, uh, with a couple minutes left. But uh, we were fortunate. David Elpers uh, just played a, a heck of a game. Um, you know, the double-double and him being able to hit his last-second shot was just, just capping off a great night for him and very special moment for him as among all our seniors to get another shot at a state title. Yeah, 28 points, 12 rebounds for David Alpers, as we mentioned on the post-game show last night. Walk us through what you guys were trying to draw up and how it unfolded on that game-winning shot in overtime. Well, I tell you, and to be honest with you, to be honest with you, like I told you last night in the post game, uh, right afterwards, you know, I was kind of directing traffic on the court, and I just kind of told my son who was sitting next to me, I said, "Hey, you got a couple, uh, you got a minute here, kind of draw some stuff up." Um, I trust you type of thing. And, you know, he's a kind of our ex and old guy anyway, and uh, does a great job with that. And um, he, uh, you know, Elper certainly was, uh, you know, the 
first option we would have, but it wasn't going to be 15 feet from the basket. You know, you know how this is, John. <laughs> You've been around this a long time. Everybody's shaking their head on the huddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you, coach. We got you, coach. And, you know, we're drawing stuff up. We're putting things in their ear, and nothing goes as planned. They walk out there, and they're not they're even standing in the wrong spots. And obviously, uh, you know, Alex put, uh, you know, Uno number one, David was supposed to get a, a you know, a look at the block. And, uh, you know, I rewatched it on tape and nobody's going the right direction. Nobody's screening. It was just fake. And, you know, he comes back and gets the ball. And, you know, we were going to have Rush uh, Landry kind of look underneath the basket. We were going to have him as a look underneath diving. Obviously, we wanted uh, Madden to get a hand on it if um, we could, and uh, that was going to be a screen from uh, David, but nothing transpired right, and we were just fortunate enough that David just went and got the ball, and ice in his veins, like the, the social media said, and he made a big shot. He had apparently hit two three-pointers this year, so it wasn't the longest shot, but certainly uh, the one with uh, the most weight and meaning, and now here are the O'Gorman Knights against the Roosevelt Rough Riders state championship game tonight here on Fox Sports 98-1. Two games, one of them uh, very, very early in December, second game of the year. They clipped you by one. And then January 22nd, a 66-60 Roosevelt win. Uh, Kind of a different team from last year. They might play the same way, but it's a different cast with the exception of Marcus Phillips, whose battle with David Alpers could be classic tonight. Uh, What will be your keys to come out on top? Well, you know, certainly they're undefeated and uh, for a reason. They're a very, very good uh, basketball team, well-coached, energized. They play with a lot of passion, all that kind of stuff. So hats off to, to Mitch on a phenomenal year that they've had with the Riders, and and uh, congrats to him thus far being undefeated, all that fun stuff. Uh, but they're a good basketball team because they're basically defense to offense mentality. They're going to get after you full court, and if you can handle it, um, you're going to get yourself or be able to put yourself in a basketball game. If you don't handle that press, Initially, if you're going to have a lot of turnovers and string them together, then it's going to be a tough night for you. So I think the first thing you just have to weather is just the initial uh, press or, uh, you know, their pressure on the basketball full court. Win or lose, what are you going to remember most about the 21-22 O'Gorman Knights? You know what, uh, John, It's it's been a, you know, a gratifying year for me, certainly. Um, just I'm just grateful. Um, you know, it's been an emotional roller coaster, I think, all season just because, you know, we still battle the COVID protocols. You still battle uh, kids being tested for it in the winter and are they going to be able to play that type of stuff. So it's mentally it's tough because you don't know if you're going to have kids or not, you know, back and forth. But, you know, with us losing our point guard, our true point guard or Radley Mooney uh, against Sioux Falls, Washington, about eight games deep. And then we literally don't have uh, a true point of, uh, that has the experience. You know, we have some on the roster that are certainly uh, trying to do anything they can to fill that void. But, you know, with the guys and the athletes we have in the game, it's basically, like I've told you many times, point guard by committee because we just – lost that point and now we're just trying to make do and for our guys to be able to do what they've done all year and and uh be able to weather all those uh teams and you know we've been very very fortunate uh to win some of these games and and uh it's just a testament to the guys the young men i'm coaching so it's been a really really rewarding year for me just to be able to watch these guys and and they're very unselfish and just play and they have fun and um, like I said, hopefully we uh, can put together a game plan tonight to compete against the Riders. Manny Struck, David Alpers, Rush Landry, John Costello, Leo Heeners, Troy Heckenleibel, Chad Ambrose, your seniors. Uh, they've been fun to watch, as always. It's been a blast to talk to you, Derek. Best of luck tonight. I appreciate it, John. Thanks for everything you do. Hopefully we put on a show tonight. Uh, hopefully. It's going to be uh, – last night's a tough act to follow, but it just might happen. O'Gorman and Roosevelt tonight here on Fox Sports 98.1 for the state championship. And Mitch Begaman, the other head coach in this game, will join us next on the Midco Sports Coaches Show, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com.
Roosevelt Rough Riders are back in the state championship game and going after back-to-back -to -back titles tonight against O'Gorman after taking care of business Friday over Yankton, 57-49 in the state quarterfinals, and then last night pulling past Harrisburg, 61-46 after some early turbulence provided by the Tigers. And now we have the rematch with O'Gorman both from last year's final and also from a pair of games this year that were close. And the sixth-year head coach of Roosevelt, Mitch Begeman, joins us on this Saturday morning. First of all, Mitch, congratulations. Before we uh, get down to brass tacks, uh, your thoughts on the way your team performed in these first two games at the Premier Center? Well, I thought I thought they were uh, um, two, two tough teams, tough opponents, and as it should be. It's a state tournament, and... Uh, Obviously, the one on, on Thursday afternoon, didn't think we played all that great. But, you know, there was some nerves and some guys that were getting that first time ex state tournament experience. And, um, you know, I thought we finally settled in in the second half against them. But, um, you know, that's the way they should be. They shouldn't be easy. And uh, they weren't. And Yankee did not back down. And, and uh, they fought till the end. And I was just proud of our kids for finishing off and, and, and coming away with a win. But then, obviously, last night, think you saw a whole new kind of a more comfortable basketball team and and from the second quarter on um we kind of took control and 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 used our defense to create opportunities for our offense i thought some kids really stepped up last night and Vance Porchers and and micah johnson but they've been doing it for 23 games so i'm not surprised but um just a total team effort from basically the second quarter on yeah, Micah led the way with 18, Vance had 14, Marcus Phillips just a little shy of his 16.5 point per game average. Mitch Begeman, Roosevelt High joining us here on the Midco Sports Coaches Show. And 34 wins in a row for this program. The only of those 34 this team could uh, have a stake in was your first 23, 23-0 to start the year, uh, having replaced four of the starters from last year's state championship team. And it's it's a question I've asked several times this year, but you add new layers. You know, how have you guys gotten here? What has been the mark of these guys being able to win every single game? Well, I think it's just their will to win. You know, they're they've been doing it a long time. They've been playing together. They know each other's strengths, and uh, you know, they're just comfortable. Um, they love each other. We've we've talked about one word, and it's been togetherness, and they've showed this for 23 games. Um, but I told you all year long, John, they're just a gritty, tough, tough group of kids that just refuse to lose. They don't worry about anything else besides showing up every day, working hard. And that doesn't go unnoticed. I mean, we 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 didn't just get here by 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 chance. I mean, we, we've put the work in and these kids, um, they, they've dreamt about this for 365 days, to be honest with you. Yeah. And uh, obviously being a part of one last year really helps helps our and they know what it tasted like. But. Like I told you, they wanted they wanted to write their own story. They want to do it their way, and and quite frankly, they've done that. And now they have a chance to do it to do something very very special tonight. They sure do, and that is to go back to back, be the first team since Lincoln to do it back in 2015 and 16. Mitch Begeman, Roosevelt Rough Riders taking on O'Gorman in tonight's state championship game here on Fox Sports 98.1. Uh, last year, a steamroll over the Knights, but both teams different, different rosters. You guys. Slipped past them 60-59 to on December 14th, and then in the rematch on January 22nd, a 66-60 victory. So many doing that uh, reasoning would think it's going to be a close game tonight. What do you remember most about those two matchups, and what do you feel like might be the same and might be different for this one? You know, obviously it's two great teams, and, and there's a reason why we're both one and two in the state of state um you know they're they're a team that uh presents size they rebound the wall ball ex ex exceptionally well um and and they just play to, they play well obviously they 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 run a lot of stuff for for their shooters and and obviously they, they find they find uh mr alpers in the post and but they defend well um on top of that and obviously we're gonna have to uh play extremely well both offensively and defensively and and uh you know i think the first two games you know the first one was uh both teams I didn't think played their best. Obviously, it was early on the second game of the year, but um, when we played at a Gorman, I thought it was a well-fought match and, and went back and forth, and we snuck away in the third, fourth quarter and, and made a few more baskets than them. But, you know, it's going to be a dogfight, as it should be. And uh, both teams obviously want this more than anything, and, 
Um, but this game tonight is going to come down to a couple things. It's going to come down to obviously, can we rebound the basketball and keep them off the boards? And then obviously, you know, being patient offensively, whatever they want to throw at us, we're going to, we're going to be ready for it. And, and just doing what we've done all year. And that's just been our defense. And, uh, you know, our guys know that, um, we don't have to play perfect, but we know that if we defend, like we're capable of doing, we're going to have every chance to win that basketball game tonight. And like I said, our kids are focused, they're hungry and, uh, they have what it takes. I'll let you practice whatever uh, pep talk you, you want to give them tonight. What's going to be your message? You know, again, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the opportunities that you get to play in these things because they're hard to do and they don't come by very often. And these kids know that. They're humble. Um, and we're going to enjoy every second. We've relished this entire season. Um, we've created a lot of memories. And honestly, we're just going to go out and play our butts off and leave it all on the floor. Uh, the evergreen question for today, the last two weeks, and it always is with these season finale shows, last conversations with all of the coaches is how you'll remember the senior class, but uh, you're starting two lines are all seniors and you've kind of already touched upon what's made this team special. Anything to add? You know, they're, again, they're, they're, uh, they're a group that's, that's done it the right way. They've put the work in. Um, they've, they've, uh, been great leaders for our entire program and, uh, you know, obviously we're going to, we're going to relish every second that we get tonight and, and, and spend together. But um, obviously just can't thank these kids enough. They've, they've stuck behind a class that didn't get a lot of opportunities last year, but um, they also know, they, they knew, you know, that senior class last year was really, really talented and they just, they patiently waited and, and now they got their opportunity yeah. to do it. And, and obviously um, we're just very fortunate to have the groups that we've had come through in the last few years. Second consecutive state championship game, and you do it against your alma mater <laughs> once again, Mitch. Best of luck tonight. Thanks for joining us all season long. Absolutely. Thanks, John. Thanks for all you do for us. You bet. Mitch Begaman, head coach, Roosevelt Rough Riders, and the Midco Sports Coaches Show continues with Jeff Tobin and the Washington Warriors, capping off an excellent first season for him next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. In those instant classic games for the ages, like we had last night at the Denny Sanford Premier Center in the boys' double-A semifinals, one team's going to win, and of course the other team, they don't get to enjoy that glee. But man, what a battle between O'Gorman and Washington with the Knights coming out on top on a David Alpers buzzer beater, leaning in, a guy that rarely makes shots from about 16 feet that he made it for the victory that puts the Knights into tonight's state championship game. The Washington Warriors came in as the number three seed, just as deserving to play for this state title tonight. And their head coach, Jeff Tobin, joins us for the final time in his first season. And I'll, I'll let you take the wheel on this one, Jeff. What was this game like to coach and watch last night? Yeah, good morning, John. Um, you know, it was... Uh... Obviously uh, a really tough one, and, uh, you know, you're still kind of trying to swallow it this morning. Um, you know, the, the last time I talked to you after an instant thriller, we lost the three overtime uh, game to Lincoln. So we'd like to be on the other side of these instant thrillers uh, for once. But, um, you know, coaching in an atmosphere like that, playing in an atmosphere like that, getting to be part of a game um, like that, you can't ask for much more. Um, you know, coaches uh, who, who coach for – 30 plus years hope that somewhere along the lines they can coach in a game like that so again it's just you know a blessing to get to coach in it and, and you know you want to say the same thing to the players you just um you know they're, they're so lucky to get to to play in that atmosphere and even though it hurt so badly last night to have that happen um you know you have to find a way to eventually look back and be like man that was that was a lot of fun and yeah. um and and even though it, it hurts it it's still an experience that you can grow from and and uh, make a memory of. So, um, you know, it was, it was really fun and enjoyable. Um, just, uh, you know, unfortunate to come up on the, the wrong end of it. Yeah, and I hate to isolate one play, but it's the one we'll all always remember. What did you, what did you see on that inbounds pass to David Alpers, who obviously you guys all knew had the hot hand. He finished with 28 points and 12 rebounds. He was a wrecking ball, but he hit a shot that uh, did not, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't on balance. It wasn't wide open. And yet he nailed it. What did you see? 
Yeah, you know, going into that play, it was it was kind of two things in our mind. Um, it, we didn't want uh, we didn't want Ang coming off open to a to a corner. Or, you know, we figured he'd set some kind of a uh, you know a back screen to to get helpers open, and we didn't want to leave Ang with an open look, and we didn't want them to be able to throw it over the top to helpers on the on the weak side to that area where he was so dominant right around the rim. And those were the two things in that situation that we were like, you know, we're not going to give up those two things. Um, we wanted to try to help as much as we could in the paint and try to, you know, take away any close open looks or any attacks at the rim where we might get fouls. Um, and, uh, you know, you reflect as a coach and you, you kind of look for that, you know, that thing where it's like, uh, what could we have done? What did we do? Could we have, you know, done something different. And, you know, we, we took away those few things that we really wanted to live with. And yeah, like you said, you live with Dave Alper shooting a 16 foot fadeaway jump shot to win it. <laughs> and we hadn't seen that at all. in the you know, in the scout or the game plan, and that's just uh, the thing you have to live with in the end. Uh, Jeff Tobin, the Washington head coach, joining us after that 58-57 loss to O'Gorman in the overtime of the state semifinals last night. It's your Midco Sports Coaches Show here on Fox Sports 98.1. I mean, even Derek Roby told me after the game he doesn't remember Alpers ever hitting a shot that long. He Actually, uh, you know, according to the season stat sheet, he had hit two three-pointers. But, I mean, yeah, I, that's a gamble you're willing to take. It's... And so, you know, there's we only have so much time. You guys were able to beat Watertown in, what, two overtimes in the Sodex 16 game just to get into this venue, and then an impressive win over Jefferson, an extremely good squad, on Thursday night in the quarterfinals, and then tonight a third-place game against Harrisburg. Um, you know, what did you tell... What did you tell your team after the game? I mean, obviously they're distraught. What did you tell them, and uh, what do you tell them before tonight's game, which you know will be your last this season? Yeah, I mean, uh, trying to find the words in that moment is tough um, because uh, you, you you just try to make them know how proud we are of them, how hard they played, um, just how well they, they represented Washington, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, just tell them that you love them and that, you, that you're – you're in it with them and they're here with them and, and uh, to really, you know, just, just embrace this moment of pain because it's real. Um, it hurts. You want something so badly. Uh, and, and you just, you're, you're, you know, you're one, one jump shot away from it. And uh, you try to, you, you try to make a life lesson out of it because this isn't going to be the last time. And then the end, this is a basketball game and there's going to be something along the lines that, you know, is, is, is more painful um, than a basketball game that's going to hurt like this. So, you know, you try to put it in perspective best you can for a 16, 17, 18-year-old, and we were all there once too. Um, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, they just need to know that you care and, and that you're there with them and that, you know, in the end you get to – uh, wake up with the sun today and, hmm. and then go play another game today. So that's what we're going to try to do. Chance to finish the season with a victory. I mean, you guys are 15-8, and eight and you came on strong at the end of the season, especially once Anouk Akat came back into the fold. Uh, he's one of your seniors. Joe Utech, another one who had uh, perhaps the game of his life, and we'd be remembering his performance best had that shot by Alpers not gone down. Uh, he finished with 28 points, Joe Utech did. And you also have Tommy Peterson, Michele Kambalo, the Kamikaze kid, 19 points a game, 20 in the state quarterfinal. Noah Peterson, Patrick Osborne, Blaine Verhey, uh, I think that's it for your seniors. It's your first team at Washington. How are you going to remember it? Yeah, one more to name, uh, Patrick Osborne, also Thank you. a senior too. Um, these guys, they've, they've just been, um, you know, a coach's dream to come into because, you know, I'll give, give credit to Craig Nelson too. I mean, um, he, he laid this foundation of, of what these guys are all about and, and um, how they represent and how they conduct themselves and, and how they play. You know, it, it's, you, you come into a situation like this where these guys play a certain way and obviously being around the program, being a part of a program with Craig along the way and, and you know, standing for the same things that he stands for. Um, you know, you just come into a perfect a perfect situation like this where you just want to build upon it. And these seniors have uh, just done exactly that where they've laid, they laid this foundation for the years to come and they, they've, they've proven uh, that it works and that it's the right way to play. And um, you know, whether, whether it's minutes on the floor or, or it's key, key contributions in practice or, or behind the scenes or whatever it is, these guys are, 
great teammates, great people, um, and, and they're going to do really special things after they, uh, you know, take off the Warrior jersey for the last time. Jeff, congratulations on a strong first season as a head coach. Best of luck tonight, and we'll talk to you next season. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Jeff Tobin, the head coach of the Washington Warrior Boys, and the other combatant in tonight's third-place game, the Harrisburg Tigers. Scott Langrock joins us next on the Midco Sports Coaches Show, the season finale, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. We have been treated to some absolute thrills these first three days at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. We've already heard from Derek Roby as O'Gorman Knights with a shot at the buzzer for the ages from David Alpers to send them into tonight's state championship game, which will be right here on Fox Sports 98.1 at about 7.45. In the game before that, Washington on the losing end, the heartbreaking end of that, will face Harrisburg in the 6 o'clock third place game. The Tigers provided a three-overtime thriller on Thursday night to beat Mitchell and then bowed out of the championship bracket with the Roosevelt Avalanche last night, 61-46 in the semifinals. 14th-year head coach at Harrisburg, Scott Langrock, with all the voice he has left here on this Saturday morning, one more game to coach this season tonight, and uh, I feel kind of bad because it's, (laughs) Scott, how are you going to be able to communicate tonight? Well, sorry, um, a lot of our calls will be with hand gestures for sure. Um, we'll get through it. It'll come back a little bit today. I just got to loosen up the vocal cords a little bit. All right. What, what um, <laughs> man. Uh, well, first of all, let's talk about that game against uh, Mitchell on, on Thursday night and the way you guys were able to gut out a game that, uh, that nobody would seize and yet nobody would give away either. That's about exactly right. You just, uh, you, you know, you get those big moments and the emotions kind of take over and you lose a little focus. And uh, for us, just being a lot of guys getting the first first state tournament experience, just some rotations defensively, we kind of broke down. But uh, thankfully for us, we had a couple dudes that just made plays and game-winning plays. Jacoby and Ethan Dedeman been doing it for us all year, and, and they just made big buckets for us down the stretch. Yeah, they sure did. Uh, what else? What else will you remember about that game? I mean, any particular uh, one yeah. memories? You know, uh, just just uh, both teams just battled, and you know, at the end of the first overtime, we miss a putback just from a foot and a half, and just all the near misses. And I think Mitchell would probably say the same thing: just all the would have, could have, should have. And uh, the thing that I'm, I'm I'm really proud of is we had three guys uh, that got a ton of minutes foul out, and guys came off the bench and, and survived. You know, they gave us great lift, they gave us great energy, and enough focus to, to find a way to win and that's showed a lot of heart and resolve and toughness and grit and uh, that's something that's always uh, makes the makes coach very proud. Scott Langrock, head coach, Harrisburg Tigers, joining us here on the Midco Sports Coaches Show Saturday morning, season finale, championship Saturday, Harrisburg Tigers and Washington tonight in the third place game at the Denny Sanford Premier Center Jacoby Merriman and Ethan Detterman, you mentioned both of those guys. You know, you lost Lubers and Geddes from last year's team that went to the state tournament. They were such prolific scorers. And these two underclassmen, Detterman's a junior and Merriman is a sophomore. Uh, the, the way they took over on Thursday night was so impressive. Merriman, with the eventual game winner, with about four seconds left, driving on the state's best player, Caden Hinker, and, uh, I mean, just matching Hinker, mano y mano, that whole game obviously speaks well for the future of Harrisburg basketball. Uh, for the seniors that you got, that you had this year, what will you remember about that particular group? Well, you know, there's only two of them, with Gavin Ashheim and, and Andrew Walter, and both those guys have, have been tremendous uh, assets to our program for four years, but... 
you know, we always talk about seniors trying to leave it better, and I think that's probably a cliche that a lot of people will say, but these guys truly did. Andrew's been a varsity player for four years. He's He's gone to three state tournaments, so his experience and his just playmaking ability and, and leading a team as a point guard for, for four years started for three years, so that experience and that um, mentality is going to be hard to replace. And Gavin, you know, with Walt, Walt playing football all, all summer and all fall, um, Gavin was the only guy to lead the summer workouts in the weight room and, and the individual workouts in the open gyms. And, boy, I tell you what, you got to have a senior doing that. And, and he just took that responsibility and leadership and held guys accountable and held himself accountable and did it the right way, you know. Um, picking guys up and teaching them and showing them how to uh, commit to something bigger than themselves. And that's hard to replace. And, and those guys, no doubt, have raised the expectations of our program. And, and we've talked about uh, our younger players and, and some good younger players, and people will see that probably. And the, the program we feel is in a really healthy spot. But it's because of guys like Gavin yeah, and, and Andrew that just continue to do it the right way. And, and raise expectations. And you mentioned Blaze and, and Connor from last year, and those guys did the same thing. So um, teaching these younger class and uh, it's rough tightest first and foremost, and everything else kind of falls in line. Last one for you, Scott. Um, I mean, first of all, it's going to be a fun game against Washington tonight. What do you? Uh, you know, what's going to be your message to your guys? Yeah, yeah, you know, you play for your seniors, you play for your town, and you play for your family. And um, you know, there's going to be there's going to be some tired legs and some tired minds, no doubt, but <clears throat> I would guess Coach Tolan will say the same thing about his guys and, and his staff. So that's what makes the state tournament so great is you got to do it for three days. In, in some states will say, uh, you won, you lose, you're done. And, and that's kind of the end of the season. I, I love how we do it, even if you're out of the championship race. But um, you get one more chance to go out on a, on, on a winning note, and that's an important thing. That's a big deal. So yeah. you preach that and compete one last time together and lay it on the floor and see what happens. Hey, dig deep, just like you did for the last six minutes. <laughs> uh, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, it's always fun talking to you, Scott. Best of luck tonight, and we'll talk to you next season. Thanks, John. Appreciate all coverage, man. Scott Langrock, head coach of the Harrisburg Tigers. All you need to do is look at what Lincoln did after losing in the quarterfinals on Thursday, the way they came back and beat Jefferson at the buzzer. Patriots will play for fifth place today, and their head coach, Jeff Halseth, joins us next on the Midco Sports Coaches Show, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. We didn't have just one miraculous, or at least thrilling, buzzer beater yesterday at the Denny Sanford Premier Center on semi-final Friday. We had two of them. Yes, it was David Alpers who gave O'Gorman a compelling win to get into tonight's state championship game against Roosevelt, which we'll have at 7.45 right here on Fox Sports 98.1. But the Lincoln Patriots, after a disappointing loss to O'Gorman on Thursday night in the quarterfinals, got about a 40, 45-foot heave from the 7-1 sophomore J.T. Rock at the buzzer to complete a comeback on Jefferson 69-68, which puts Lincoln in today's consolation championship game for fifth place at about 145 at the Denny Sanford Premier Center and that will be against the Mitchell Colonels head coach of Lincoln 13th year Jeff Halseth joining us and uh, just as I greeted you when I gave you the call I don't think this changes your life much you've won a couple state titles you've been doing this for 30 years um, but you know it may it, it makes waking up a little nicer today doesn't it and it may supper yesterday a little bit nicer <laughs> it just made everything a little bit nicer <laughs> yeah well let's let's go back to that play and and, and okay. how it all unfolded from what i could see from uh, frankly Stu whitney's video coverage from uh, from the stands it looked like his son elliot is a good guy to guard in that situation if your jefferson got tied up and then uh yeah explain the the whatever play you drew up and and how it all unfolded 
well, it, it started with trying to get the ball in <clears throat> down low to JT, and, and uh, Jefferson did a nice job of double-teaming JT on it, and so we knew we had a guy sitting wide open at the top, and I said, if we have to throw it up to the top, then we, get a, then we have to try to attack and kick, and so I went to Gage goal and Gage to Elliott. Elliott penetrated, got stopped, kicked it back to Gage. Gage took a couple dribbles, kicked it back to JT, and the rest is history, I guess. Yeah. Well, what a moment for JT. He's literally been the center of attention all season long for high school basketball in South Dakota. There's there's a lot of awesome players, but it, it you know he literally stands out and uh he's had his he's had his kind of landmark games and there have been others where as you've been saying all season, we are reminded he is a sophomore. Uh, but that moment for him, uh, and and you watching it as a coach, you've been around kind of every step of the way. So, what what kind of did it mean for you to watch that happen? I mean, you have to have something special to hit a shot like that. Well, and and he's got that kind of range. I mean, it's just, um, I mean, you watch him in practice; he can shoot those shots left and right. Uh, he just, I mean, it's 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 a natural shot for him. It's not like it was a half court heave. He shot it like a regular shot. And yeah. Like I said, he's got that kind of range, and so it was just a matter of was it going to be too hard or too soft? But it ended up being perfect. Well. How would you put uh, kind of a, a wrap? There's one more game left and and a chance for a, a win to finish the season against Mitchell. Uh, th- this has been, for me, such a fun season because it is a deep state basketball tournament field. And uh, that, that game, like all the ones today, should be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, how do you put a wrap on the first 22-23 games of your season? How would you classify it? Well, it's – I mean – We've been a work in progress all season, and we just keep uh, finding ways to, to to keep peaking a little bit more each and every game that we play. And, uh, you know, obviously the, the first night, things just did not go our way, and we shot the ball poorly and, and uh, executed some things and, and not the way we wanted to. But we kind of just let the seniors decide what kind of tournament you're going to have here. And uh, we came in, we came into the state tournament trying to win as many games as we could, and uh, – you know, the preferred number would have been three, uh, but since that didn't happen, the, the guys responded quite well yesterday, and, and and fought the entire time. I think we were up two nothing, and then the only, and then the only other time that we led was at the buzzer, and so our seniors have done just a great job of of uh, of, of keeping the competitive juices flowing with these guys. Well, that leads me into the next question. Jeff Hall, Seth Lincoln, boys, coach, joining us championship Saturday here on Fox Sports ninety eight one. Khalil Cece, Gage Goal, Caleb Hyatt, Kyler Dahl, Cameron Jackson, and Saf Shaw, your seniors. Forgive me if I missed any, but uh, what will you remember beyond what you just said about this particular class? These guys are, I mean, they're, they're just a fantastic. They, they, a bunch of guys, they, they're all friends on and off the court. Uh, they've brought in everybody else that's been a part of this team to make it part of theirs too. And, um, just a smart bunch of great kids in the classroom, uh, great kids in the community. Their work ethic is outstanding, whether it is in the, on the basketball court, whether it is in the classroom. I mean, they're just, uh, I mean, they're just good kids. These, they, these guys are going to be su- uh, successful way beyond their high school basketball careers. And it has just been fun to watch these guys grow as, as they've gone through high school. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to miss them. <laughs> I'm going to miss yeah. watching some of these guys. You do have Elliot Whitney and JT Rock coming back next year. That should be a blast as well. As always, Jeff, appreciate your time all season long. Best of luck tonight. Yep, and thank you for all the coverage that you guys have given us this year. My pleasure. Jeff Halseth, Lincoln Boys basketball coach. And the Midco Sports Coaches Show continues next with Tim Reck. Jefferson Cavaliers on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230 and KWSN.com. Well, the action kicks off at noon today at the Boys State Basketball Tournament Championship Saturday, the seventh place game We'll pit Yankton against Jefferson. One last chance for a victory and also an opportunity to finish the season with a win. Not a bad deal. And the head coach of the Sioux Falls Jefferson boys will join us, Tim Reck. 
In a moment, uh, again, tonight, 7.30-ish pregame, 7.45-ish tip-off for the rematch. The newest West Side Story chapter, Roosevelt going after back-to-back titles and the O'Gorman Knights trying to win uh, one out of three games against the Riders in the one that counts the most. It should be uh, epic, hopefully as epic as last night's O'Gorman-Washington state semifinal game. Head coach Jefferson Cavaliers, an assistant for Washington for over a decade before he became the first coach at Jefferson High School in boys basketball. He joins us, and so I can't uh, help but asking you about uh, your thoughts and perhaps emotions in watching a bunch of kids that you were very close to the last few years and the way they battled and were two and a half seconds away from an epic win of their own. Well, you know, I feel for those guys because I know how hard they've uh, worked and wanted to get back into the state tournament and that type of thing. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where you do everything right and, and somebody just makes a big shot. So you feel for them and you hope they can recover because that's a pretty devastating loss and, and come back today and, and show what a warrior's like. Well, and, and by the way, you kind of know what that feels like after what happened to you guys <laughs> earlier in the day. Uh, we were just chatting with Jeff Halseth, the Lincoln coach, and, uh, I mean, everything you just said. I mean, all you guys did was lose on a, on a what, about a 40-footer at the buzzer uh, from an amazing player who's going to likely play Power 6 Conference or whatever you call it, uh, basketball. Um, d- describe what happened on that last play yesterday. You know, we, we kind of knew they would probably want to go to Elliott Whitney, so we made sure we covered him because he's such a good shooter and, <laughs> and things like that. And, and boy, did you ever. <laughs> yeah, we, we had him bottled up pretty good, and all of a sudden JT pops open, and he he's out there deep, and he let go of that, and I went, oh, my gosh, that looks like it's going in, and sure enough, it did. Yeah. And I just looked at our guys after the game, and I said, guys, I got no words. We did everything right, but, but the guy upstairs said, not today. <laughs> right. Well, and that that follows a game against a Washington team that was a boulder going down a mountain on Thursday night in the quarterfinals. Uh, That was a highly anticipated nightcap, and uh, it was an early lead for Washington, and you guys just could never make up the deficit. But when it comes to the season overall, 13 wins. Well, first of all, just to get here, the win over Pierre. Describe that one in the Sodak 16. Well, that was that was pretty crazy night. You know, we uh, we got down early. and they came out ready to play, and we just kind of didn't. And we went into halftime, and and uh, we really didn't talk X's and O's at all. We just said, guys, this isn't our culture. This isn't how we want to play. This isn't what we've been taught. So however we react this second half will probably set our culture of Jefferson basketball for the next 30 years. And the boys responded. They said, this isn't how we want to go out. And then, uh, you know, we have this guy named Griffin Wildy, who uh, is pretty special. And uh, he came through in the clutch for us after Talon fouled out. And he just said, we're not losing, guys. Give me the ball. And so we said, all right, let's go. Let's ride him. So we did, and it worked out in our favor. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, a wild come from behind win, 79-74. Jefferson coach Tim Reck joining us. State tournament Saturday here on Fox Sports 98.1, Midco Sports Coaches Show. Yeah, Wildy, Giblin, Riley, year ashley you're starting five all juniors uh that's wonderful you had david jones and dublin duffy and you you remind me who else was your senior class the first senior class at jefferson high school and what they meant to you uh those are the only two seniors that we have on our team uh david jones and dublin duffy and so we uh we appreciate those guys coming out and helping us build this culture because it's not hard when you're playing somewhere else the year before uh, to come over and start a brand new culture, but they've done everything we've asked of them. I'm proud of those guys, um, and and we want to send them out on a good note today. And then finally, I just mentioned all the juniors that you guys have had, and most of them came over from most of them came over from Roosevelt as well. Uh, future looks quite bright. Uh, what's your message to them today, and then uh, what will be your message for them in the off season? You know, we just want to uh, build for the future today. Uh, you know, first of all, I guess, send the seniors out on the right note. Sure. I'll let them have a win in the state tournament. And then uh, be ready to get better in the summer because there's – I have a feeling there's going to be a few expectations put on us um, <laughs> with with an all-junior starting lineup. And you know what? That's okay. These guys need to learn how to play with that. And uh, we'll get out, go over 
and get things done in the summertime and We'll see what happens next year. Over a decade at Roosevelt and winning a state title with Bob Wilbur, then an, another decade plus winning a state title with uh, with uh, Jim Trett and coming awfully close with Craig Nelson. What did being a first-year head coach mean to you, Tim, after doing it for one complete season now? Well, it's been a lot of fun. It's been everything that I expected, and I, I just appreciate everything that um, – Bob has done for me and for Jim and Craig and you know I'm looking forward to keep learning lessons from from those guys because we still all talk every once in a while and and uh, so yeah it's been great. I don't know about you but the best part for me about your first year is I got to talk to you on this show so uh, thanks for doing it all season and best of luck tonight we'll talk to you next season. Sounds good, John. Thanks for all the coverage, and we appreciate you. You bet. My pleasure. Tim Reck, head coach, Jefferson High. They have Yankton today, seventh place game at noon. Again, Roosevelt, O'Gorman State Championship on these airwaves tonight at about 7.30. And the Midco Sports Coaches Show finishes in Rapid City with Mike Scouton and the Sioux Falls Christian Chargers next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. Well, it always has to come to an end. The 2021-22 uh, Coaches Show season will finish with Mike Scouten out west in Rapid City with his Sioux Falls Christian Chargers. They will be playing in today's consolation championship game for Class A against Winter. This after the Chargers roughed up Groton area 86-56 yesterday. That followed a stout effort on Thursday against the number one seed from Dakota Valley, a 62-56 loss. But it's always always a feat to get there. The Chargers came in as defending state champs and lost their two best players from last year. So, Mike, let's start with that. Just uh, your overall thoughts on what this team accomplished this year. Yeah, John, we, you know, like you uh, said, we lost some really good players off last year's team. And, uh, and so we had to... Uh, you have some younger players step up uh, throughout the year who, who maybe didn't get a place much as it as uh, last year. So uh, overall, I think this team did a, a great job. I was very proud of them. Um, we had a, a extremely tough schedule, and we were competitive in every game. We didn't win them all, but we were competitive and had chances to win. And then we played uh, two really tough games to to even get to state, we yeah. had to beat, and we had to go through Dells and then T. You know, though they were probably state caliber teams as well. And so uh, it's it's been a uh, it was a tough schedule and a rough road to get here, but we made it. And so we're very proud of our guys. Yeah, how did you guys keep improving just to get here? I mean, uh, w- <clears throat> what kind of sparks did you see lit uh, midway through the season or as you went down the stretch? What got them there? Yeah, we. Uh, you know, we just took some time to adjust. We had, as I said, we had some kids who um, who didn't get to play much, or they were new to our program this year. And it just that just takes a little time, especially with the uh, schedule we're playing. And it took us till about oh early February, where things finally started to click. And um, from that point on, we played really good ball, played good team ball. We were sharing it on the offensive end and, and really coming together on the defensive end as well. So uh, it just took a little time, and but we finally got there and played really well towards the end of the year. Well, let's go back to Thursday. I mean, you're playing the number one seed, but this is a team that you know. They're in the DAC 12, Dakota Valley. What unfolded in that game? Yeah, it was pretty much a repeat of our regular season game with them. Uh, just a, a really good high school game, went back and forth. You know, we, we'd get up two or three, and then they'd come back and get up two or three. And uh, it just kind of went that way the whole game. And then we had a little stretch there uh, late in the third where we had a, some, uh, like, about four turnovers in a row. And uh, and they were able to score a few times on those and able to build about a five, six-point lead. And uh, that was just enough cushion for them. To, and they were able to maintain that throughout the rest of the game. And we just couldn't get over the hump. 
took it out on Groton yesterday. What did you see out of the Sioux Falls Christian Chargers on Friday in that 30-point win? Yeah, it was a, uh, a little bit of a slow start. Um, it was We were up two at halftime. And then uh, really played a great second half. And uh, uh, the boys really responded well they you know they didn't want to uh lose two in a row here at state tournament and so they uh really stepped up uh, especially on the defensive end and we got a few steals some easy uh, transition baskets and uh then we were that just kind of jump-started us and we just kind of rolled from there You'll play a Flandreau team today that beat you by seven earlier this year, one of those many competitive games Sioux Falls Christian played. But uh, we'll we'll finish the season uh, with the question about your seniors. It might go along some of the same things you've said already about this team, but uh, you're going to say goodbye to Jaden Witte and Logan Skipper, Isaiah Mulder, Nathan Cool. I mean, those are some big names. I remember calling them a lot this year. Uh, what will you remember most about them? Yeah, and I want to throw in Brooks Nelson as well. Yeah, geez, our, how did I miss our... that one? <laughs> he's a hard <laughs> he's guy our... to miss. Right, right. Sorry yeah, about that. Not a problem. He's our, you know, our our, our fifth starter or our fifth yeah. senior in that, in that group. Yeah, these guys, uh, you know, they, I, they're they're just a, a great group of guys, and um, you know, they've they've put in a ton of work uh, uh, just to see them improve from the freshmen through their senior year is just because of a lot of hard work and dedication and, and that's the kind of kids they are. And so um, we're certainly going to miss them uh, after this season. We're going to miss their leadership and um, just uh, the camaraderie they bring to the team. And so, you know, we're hoping that, you know, we can end their career on a high note today mm-hmm. and hopefully get a win and send them off appropriately but uh, they've, they've meant a ton to our program, and, of course, we're going to miss them. But we wish them well down the road as well. Hey, Mike, uh, best of luck. One more game today out there at the beautiful new Summit Arena, and congratulations on another outstanding season. Thanks for joining us all season long. You bet, John. Thanks a lot. And that will do it for this season. Hey, congratulations to the USD women with their first NCAA Division I tournament win yesterday over Mississippi. That was Awesome. They'll play tomorrow for the rights to go to the Sweet 16. The Jackrabbit men and all the thrills they provided all season long. Another NCAA berth. Augustana men, one win away from the Elite Eight fun event at the Pentagon this week. And uh, everybody else, uh, March Madness is a real thing. I think we've experienced that this past week, especially right here in Sioux Falls. O'Gorman, Roosevelt, state championship, 7.30-ish tonight. For the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, John Michaels, who makes me sound a lot better than I do. I'm John Gaskins. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy St. Patrick's Day celebrations today. Be safe, and we'll talk to you in August for football on the Midco Sports Coaches Show.